1: 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm Rob Casey's here. And, Casey, a mm-hmm. uh, very important segment we're about to do. We have an update on this special needs student in Brownsburg who was forced to uh, to eat his own vomit.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're keeping this story going, uh, giving our listeners a chance to stay informed as to what's going on.
1: And you know what's amazing? I was talking with somebody in, in town yesterday about this. This is such a big story, and it has so many important tentacles to it. And yet, for some reason, other than us, the mm-hmm. media in this city doesn't seem to want to touch this story.
2: Yeah, have gone quiet.
1: Yeah, and so we've got all sorts of big updates going on with this story. Let's go to the WIBC hotline. Catherine Michael, Tammy Meyer, they're the attorneys for this poor young boy who was forced to eat his own vomit. All right, um, Catherine, Tammy, whoever wants to take this first, you told me yesterday, big news, there's another video that has surfaced of this kid, uh, of what it appears to be, being abused
0: yeah we've we've we have in our possession now and yet another one, and i I think that's what's our biggest concern right now is and that's why suit hasn't yet been filed and and people are really asking i know both of you that and asking us that is that we're really trying to get as much information as possible and not leave a single stone unturned to understand truly what is happening in the brownsburg school system, and what we we're discovering um is far beyond. Uh, the two incidents um, that we were aware we're now aware of um, and you know and concerns multiple other children and uh, you know that's that's our big concern and that's why we're trying to take our time and make sure um, that we have a full picture of what was occurring um, and how long it was occurring and how many children it was occurring with.
2: Now we mentioned there's a second video. Can you tell us anything about this other video? Is it the same child, different children uh, same day, different day? like what information can you give us?
3: Well uh, yes and we were surprised uh, upon receiving this because you know at first uh, we'd only heard about one video and and now there's there's another. Uh, we wonder if there's more on top of that um but it it does involve uh, the same child unfortunately and appears to be around the same time um but uh it's it's shocking to see it just as it was shocking to see the first video. I I think the one thing that people probably don't realize is that there is a lot going on behind the scenes right now, like collecting um, these videos, but we have been fighting with the school every single step of the way, fighting over the videos, fighting trying to get into the public school and take a tour, um, fighting to uh, turn over Brownsburg school police videos, We've just been met with resistance every step of the way, and there's a lot going on behind the scenes that people just don't see.
1: Yeah, okay, so let's get into that. Catherine, Michael, Tammy Meyer are our guests. They're the attorneys for the, the special needs student who's forced to eat his own vomit. So just to be clear, you guys have a video of what appears to be more abuse of this same kid in the Brownsburg Community School Corporation. That's correct. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the pushback because we are told uh, all the time when the red-shirted teachers come to the state house and protest, hey, we're for the kids. We're all about the kids when these referendums pass all over the state. it's, It's for the children. And you're telling us that you are getting immense pushback on just getting information, not just from the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, but also the Brownsburg School Police?
3: Which is a division of the school. So uh, when you say Brownsburg School Police,
1: it's really the school. And so tell us what the pushback is like, because you would think if indeed these these schools are for the children and and it's about the kids, they would be giving you whatever you wanted to help this kid. Can you kind of walk us through what you're talking about when you say you're getting pushback from the school?
0: When we talk about pushback, it means that we're having to get them to be compelled by the the order of a hearing officer to actually provide us what we're asking for. They're not doing it voluntarily. Um, they're not doing it upon numerous requests. We're often having to uh, get you know find witnesses uh, to even let us know of the existence of other documents. Um, and so that's, that's what we're talking about. Numerous motions um, to try and get each little piece. And as far as, you know, videos of other children, you know, right now, uh, we can only get videos that really concern this particular child because that's who we're representing. Uh, we, we certainly have reason to believe at this point that there were other children. Um, and, and that's partially when we say we're not leaving any stone unturned, where we are, you know, actively talking and recruiting, uh, witnesses to get that full understanding of what we have going on here. Um, and so, It has been, but it has been a, you know, battle since day one, even to get this, you know, our clients own documents. And so, and that takes time, right? If a, if a school is refusing to turn over documents or saying documents no longer exist, which is, you know, we have affidavits where they're claiming, you know, some documents never existed. Um, that for us has been a big concern, and I'm going to let Tammy touch on some of our other concerns, um, including that seclusion room yeah. that we talked about last time, Rob. Real
1: quick before you do that, though, because I just I just want to yeah. hammer home this point. Uh, Catherine Michael and Tammy Meyer are our guests. They're the attorney for the attorneys for the special needs student in Brownsburg. You have the police, the school police, who are an arm of the school corporation and the school, who they know that there is potentially more kids, kids, children, Mm -hmm. who have been abused in this school system, and you guys, the attorneys, are simply saying, look, we are trying to get the information to see if there's other victims out there, and you have the school and the school police who are fighting you on getting that, just simply trying to find out if more kids have been abused. I feel like I must have missed a step here, but you're telling us that. That's what's happening.
3: That's exactly what's happening. But one thing that's very interesting, Rob, is that we're starting to see now that things have cooled down a little bit, uh, we're starting to see people um, daring to come forward and they're Mm, calling and they're they're calling and they're emailing and they're telling us that they've witnessed things. Um, and that it's and it's not just this child, and it's other children, and it goes way way back. All right, so um, let's let, years. let's
1: hear about. You guys got a chance to tour the school, and you got a chance to tour and go into and be a part of we talked about this last time this quiet room that m- most people have no idea exists which is apparently where they toss special needs kids if they misbehave tell us about how horrific this room actually is that exists in a brownsburg elementary school
3: uh, it is awful it is absolutely awful and i went in it and the door got closed and i tell you i wanted out of there really really quickly mm-hmm. um it's a padded small closet um, with a being bad chair that's soiled Ew. and that's where they're putting these children
1: all right let's go ahead and take a break if you're just joining us our guest uh this hour katherine michael tammy meyer they're the attorneys for the special needs student who's forced to eat his own vomit in brownsburg All sorts of breaking developments in that case. They are in possession of of another video, what appears to be abuse of this child. They uh, viewed the the quiet room that special needs students are put in uh, in Brownsburg. And when we come back, we're going to get the details on this quiet room. This is such a huge story. And I cannot believe that more news agencies all over central Indiana aren't all over this, that kids are subjected to this. And uh, Tammy was actually put in the quiet room. And we're going to get a full detail of what that was like when we come back. It's Kendall and Casey show on 93 W.I.B.C.
3: I'm your masters of war. Here they build the big guns. In the of death, 93 W.I.B.C.
1: It is the Kendall and Casey show. I'm in Rob Casey's here. Continuing bomb. our conversation now with Catherine Michael, Tammy Meyer. In they they are the attorneys for the special needs student in Brownsburg who was forced to eat his own hand vomit. Hand there have been uh, multiple criminal charges related to this. And these I two very brave attorneys continue to fight for I this see. boy and his family. And they're fighting everybody, it sounds like, in the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, including the school police, to get necessary information uh, to try to move Move forward, and one of the things they were able to do, and we closed the last segment with this, was they were able to. T- Catherine and Tammy were able to view and be in this quiet room that we've heard so much about, where special needs students are essentially locked in. Um, it appears if they misbehave. So, Catherine, Tammy, want to get into your tour of this quiet room because it sounds just horrific. But the thing that stood out to me is you said it wasn't even labeled as a quiet room. It was labeled as what? What? As vestibule?
3: Yes. Just like you're going to go down a hallway, except there's a dead end there and a lock on the door.
1: Okay, so Tammy, I guess because you were, the, I guess Catherine, you said Tammy, you go first and put her in this quiet room.
0: Ta- I did. And I sh- I shut the door so that we could actually have the experience of of what this was. Um, and I think what was the most shocking is, you know, talking to witnesses that include, uh, you know, former aides, former teachers um, who have worked in this corporation. They weren't keeping track or re- you know recording how often or how long um, children were being left in. In this room, um, there, you know. So there are parents out there who don't know, um, especially if they had non- if they have nonverbal children, what was happening to their child on a day-by-day basis in these schools, and that's what you know we're, we're coming to realize. That's why you know this case when we took it, Rob, was was simply about one child who we you know had knew had been forced to to eat vomit. Okay, that was when we took this case. Mm-hmm. What we're uncovering is just. Truly, god awful about what was happening to the children in their life skills program on a regular basis, and and I think that's the message we want to get out there. Is if people have information, now is the time for us to truly shine a light in this closet and get this system fixed because it's not going to be fixed with this one child who they're going to fight with us over, you know, getting anything and everything. It's going to be fixed if we have enough people coming forward and saying, "Here's what I saw. Here's what I." I experience. Um, I'll provide this information. Um, and, and I know we're, we're hearing from a lot of people who are scared um, because they're worried, you know, if, if I saw something and I didn't report it, am I going to be charged uh, with failure to report abuse? That is that is a, a frequent uh, a chorus that Tammy and I are hearing. And that's something that, that we can certainly on, you know, if you're listening and this is, is you, you know, that's certainly something we can take up with the prosecutor, um, because the the important thing here is most of the individuals we're talking to didn't know, right? They were their young teachers, young aides, didn't know if this was abusive. Uh, it, they have no training. Uh, they're being told by older teachers, this is just what's done. Um, and so these individuals, right, didn't have any training on what they were supposed to and all that goes into context. And we'll also keep your information confidential. Um, if you contact us, that's again, Rob, that's the fear we're hearing from people because we're getting a good information. I can tell you that, but that fear is, um, we know, what's, you know, we know what, what's happening. How can you protect us? Um, and we're going to do everything in our power to truly expose this system and protect those who come forward uh, to do that along with us.
1: All right, we'll have you give out the information here in just a second on how people can get a hold of you. Casey, go ahead. So,
2: Catherine or Tammy, you said that you had received a lot of pushback from the school on getting information. Did you receive pushback on getting into that quiet room and seeing what that was like? And I'm wondering if one of you can describe how it felt to our listeners so that they can get a sense of what that room was like.
3: Yeah, we, we did get pushback uh, on even going into the public school. Uh, think about that for a second. Going into a public school, we got pushback. Um, so once it was ordered um, that we were allowed to go in and, and do our uh, visit and inspection, Um, They obviously could not hide uh, the seclusion room for us. We specifically asked to see that. And it was very frightening being in that room. And I'm an adult. um, And having that door close, and you hear a lock behind you and you're in this teeny tiny little room and you don't know when you're going to be let out. It was terrifying. Uh, I can't imagine what it is for a seven or eight year old child and then think about a 7 or 8 year old child who is nonverbal autistic being put in there um it's just it's it's terrifying is there any
1: is there any way cuz i think this is what people need need to know is there any way in your opinion that the, a room like that could exist and that things like that could be going on and the superintendent jim snap not know about it i mean is there any way this could be just some rogue thing that's going on or is this something that the the upper echelon at the school corporation is fully aware of what's taking place and that that room exists
3: they should be fully aware and if they're not something's wrong with that
1: all right. Very good. So if people want to come forward, because I've had many people who have, who have talked about this quiet room experiences with their kids and, and, and the ex- experiences that they had in terms of treatment, how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way? And the initial correspondence, it all can remain anonymous, correct?
3: That's right. So we have a voicemail number that people can call and just leave a message. They can leave their contact information if they want or they don't have to. Um, The number, and I'll give it to you here, Rob, is 317-703-2170. Any and all information is appreciated.
1: People need to come forward. People, If you want to be anonymous, that's fine. The attorneys will work through it with you. Um, People need to come forward. If you've experienced this, if you've been in the school system, what's the phone number again in case people were writing that down?
3: 317-703-2170. All right,
1: um, you guys are doing great work. Uh, We love, uh, we hate that we have to keep getting updates on this. We wish the school system in Brownsburg would just do the right thing and help you, and the police there would just do the right thing and help you, but apparently they're going to make it as hard as possible, which totally, Casey, blows a hole in this narrative of, we're in it for the children.
2: You know what, before we let Catherine and Tammy go, last time we spoke with them, we asked for an update on the mother and the child. Mm -hmm. Can you give us an update on how they're doing? Has there been any improvement?
0: well the child is in a private school placement right now that is truly meeting his needs is a safe and good environment where this type of thing thank goodness is not going to happen to him um, the mother is is and as I think we could all expect is, is still really struggling right I think once your trust has been betrayed um, it's and and I think I told you a little bit last time about the background um, of the of this family mm-hmm. you know once your trust is betrayed trade um, you start to question anything and I think that's where even finding out that more was happening to her child it wasn't just this one day um, has has been psychologically devastating um, and it's you know they they moved to Brownsburg had heard wonderful things about the school to make a new start after the loss of her husband and um, I, I think this has just been um, truly soul-crushing for her and the fact that the school has instead of you know coming in and saying we are definitely Stated that this happened, and we are going to make every possible change to ensure this never happens to another child. And you know, we are are making changes within our system to have them instead fight her, um, to uh, fight us, Um, and to really. And I think you know, this is something I, you know, Tammy and I said in the beginning to show no remorse about the fact that this happened. Uh, no sorrow. And I think that's where it comes back, Rob, when you said it, if it's about the kids. If this was about the kids, we would have seen this system say, we are going to fix everything yeah. from here on out. Yeah. Well, um, and that's not what we're seeing.
1: And and, and I, I sp- speak for many, many people that are cheering for you guys, they're mm-hmm. cheering for this boy, they're cheering for his family, because there are some really gross people who have done some really gross stuff for a long time over there at the Brownsburg Community School Corporation, and I hope you guys blow the lid off all of it, I hope you expose all of it, I hope you never quit, and uh, you know, and then in the beginning people said, well, we're just worried there's going to be a settlement it's going to w- go away. I said, oh no, not with these two ladies running the show, it is not going away, and so uh, as a Brownsburg tax taxpayer and a Brownsburg resident. I hope you ladies just keep fighting for this kid because there are some really bad people who need to have some stuff exposed and I'm glad you're on it. So thank you so much for being with us today, uh, Tammy and Catherine. Thank
3: Thank you for having us.